Rich Not Famous. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Rich Not Famous. We are your hosts. I'm Mary. And I'm Naomi. And I feel like we say this every single time, but we have a special guest with us today. Everyone say hi to Becca. Hi, Becca. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you um, for having me. Of course. <laughs> if you guys haven't already, go listen to our episode with Becca and Chloe together. Um, and then we had Chloe on separately, and now we're with Becca because we want to dive deeper into their lives because they're so yes. amazing. And we just love chatting. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, oh, before we get into it, follow us on Instagram at underscore rich not famous underscore do all the things like rate, review, subscribe, all the things we don't know the correct words for. And let's do it. Yay! Becca, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to just like recap? For those listening, who you are, what you're doing, where you are, where you came from. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So my name's Becca. (laughs) I'm from Vermont and I met Naomi and Mary at college at the University of South Carolina, dance gals. Um, And I studied dance performance there and French. And then I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So I moved to France to teach English for a year. And I'm finishing that up. And then I'm going to be going to grad school in the fall for literacy education. So, yeah. You're so cool. I can't get over it. Uh, So you you just (laughs) finished, right? You just finished teaching in France how was that experience for you it was amazing literally the best time of my life I mean obviously there was like some really hard parts and stuff like that but probably the best experience I've had so far and it made me realize like I want to be in education it kind of narrowed that down for me because like I said before I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life so I'm glad that this experience kind of gave me, like, a pathway <laughs> to what I actually want to do. Did you feel like, did you think that would even happen going in? Like, did you think you would end up being, like, I want to go into education? Or did you have no idea until you started? I think there was always kind of, like, a little inkling, but I kind of wanted to deny it because I did not want to be a teacher whatsoever. I was like, this is not for me. And I think it was partly because... I feel like it was kind of pushed on me to be, like, a ballet teacher because, like, they're like, oh, you're really good at teaching Mm, and you like to dance, so you should, like, be a dance teacher. And while I loved teaching dance, like, I knew that's not what I wanted for, like, my permanent career. And it kind of bothered me when people would always be like, you should be a dance teacher because I'm like, no, that's not why I'm doing this. So, yeah, yeah, it was kind of frustrating for me. But then coming here, I realized there's so much more you can do in education besides, like, just being a teacher. So So what what kind of avenue do you want to take going forward? I mean, obviously, Um, you're, you're going to grad school, but, like, what direction do you see everything going in? Yeah, so I want to be a literacy specialist. So basically, that's just working with, um, well, I specifically want to work with, 
communities where there's like high needs, like a lot of immigrants or refugees who have English literacy rates that are not like up to where they should be because literacy is more just like than reading and writing. It's like about expressing yourself and being able to like communicate and advocate for yourself. And if you don't have a good literacy level, like it's generational, like you're going to pass it on to your kids and like then it's like whole generations who are kind of disadvantaged and so like the earlier that you can get those levels up the better the outcome will be because it's all tied to like poverty and like education and health and like all of it is like connected so um I want to be like a specialist go into different schools and communities and work like one-on-one or with like bigger groups of students that's so amazing I just like if that's that's a career I wouldn't have even thought that's so cool. existed. And I feel like I don't know yeah. if you knew about it before like going moving to France, but I think that's just so that's so amazing. Yeah, I had like no idea. Um I just kind of when I was here I was like I really want to be in education, but I I want to teach but not in like the traditional sense, I guess, cuz I kind of liked how in my job here, I wasn't, like, the main teacher. I would kind of go into these groups of classrooms and teach, and I kind of wanted something that had a similar feel to that where I'm not in charge of, like, a whole classroom, I guess. Um, yeah. So I was doing my research, and I came across, like, literacy education, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Um, can you just, like, tell us what I – f- I mean, we kind of knew, but for those listening, like, what you're – day was like what your week was like since I know like I feel like your schedule changed a little bit or it's like a little bit more flexible so can you just talk to us about what that was like yeah so I've had so much free time while I'm here people are always like do you even work and I'm like yeah (laughs) (laughs) sometimes like I probably spent about 12 hours at the school a week which is not that much at all um But also I had to like kind of commute a long way. So like even though I was spending not that long at each of the schools, I still had like my commute. So I was working three days a week essentially. Um, And yeah, Mondays I'd spend the whole day at my favorite school. I shouldn't say that. But it was my favorite. They're not listening. listening. It's okay. My favorite school because um I was there the whole time and like the director would come and drive and pick me up from the train station and I would stay for lunch and like after school I'd like play games with the kids outside um waiting for my director to finish up his work and drive me back to the train station so like I was able to connect with the kids a lot there so basically I would just go in Either I'd come up with my own lesson, like we did a dance unit with some of them. We did like the cha-cha slide, the cotton eye joe, footloose. Um, oh my god, did, like, so fun. Mary Poppins with like S-U-P-E-R, so they were like spelling out. So like we learned like actions and like letters and also just like footloose, like oh this is a foot, you know, like head. So how to, like, move your body and be, like, aware. Oh my God, so I that was it. really fun for me to, like, come up with my own lessons around, like, things that I enjoy. And then they can, like, learn English, but also, like, have movement, which was really fun. So, yeah, i just do that. And then I'd go to the next school the next day and then 
the next school and then I'd have a long weekend um yeah what 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 did you do with your time off like did you get I mean I know but for everyone listening, I keep saying this. I'm stuff I'm asking yeah, you, like I don't I know, know anything about yeah. your life, but I just I want to share it. So <laughs> I'm gonna ask anyways. What did you do with your time off? Did you get to see a lot? Did yeah. you get to travel a lot? Yeah, I got to travel a ton. I traveled most recently. I think my last trip was to Spain with you, Mary. Actually, oh my god, which was a long so time fun. ago. But yeah, I got to go to Spain. I'm, I guess it was. Yeah. Uh. Prague, Budapest, Vienna. There was another one on that trip, but I can't remember. It was like Slovakia somewhere. Mm, oh, Bratislava. Mm-hmm. I'm probably like butchering the name. Bratislava? Yeah. I, I don't know. They probably sound really there. stupid. Okay. <laughs> um, Guys, we're not, we're cultured, but we're not that cultured. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> Where else? Um, oh my god, I forget. Oh yeah, um, Amsterdam and Brussels. And then I'm going to London so I can come back on a visitor's visa next week. And then I'm going to Italy with my college roommates at the end of the month too. So I've done a lot of traveling as well as like lots of small little cities in France too. You should make your way to Dublin. I know I really want to, but I'm leaving in like three weeks. Oh my goodness. London is so close. Like, just hop just on pop over. Right just over. step on over. Yeah. It's really just so fast. Yeah. Mm. You're, you get up in the air and you just go right back down. So, yeah. <laughs> pop right over. That's amazing, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's been good. What else do I do in my free time? I just like walk around a lot in Nantes, um, hang out. how has how has like you've always been good at French like you speak French but how has that been for you like communicating with everyone and like oh god (laughs) (laughs) it's like really bad my French is so bad like you say say that but it's not true Becca yours guys I was in Paris with Becca and she was my translator the whole time You're so good. Yeah, just talk to, like, my French friends, and they'll be like, girl, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's better than us. It's better than our French. It has improved. I just, like, don't have a lot of confidence, too, so then I'm always like, "Mm, how do you say this? And then I just, like, kind of break up, like, my fluency, and I just need to, like, just do it. Just, like, whatever comes out of my mouth, I just need to say. But I've noticed that I can understand, like, pretty much everything. Like, That's there's amazing. some things where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, if it's a normal conversation, like, I'm going to understand you generally. Will I be able to respond to you? Probably not. Like, I was out, um, like, not won the big, like, um, France Cup for soccer, and my friend was there and she speaks really good French and her French friend who doesn't speak like any English and he was like said in French like I have the impression that your friend doesn't understand what I'm saying because she just laughs and I was like no 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 (laughs) I was like I was like no I understand I just can't talk very well (laughs) 
you're like i am comprehending but just not responding it's just not computing in there honestly yeah. like isn't that kind of a power move though to be able to like understand what everyone's saying they might think you don't but you do yeah like, i've always <laughs> wanted to only. do that like i've always wanted to that. catch someone talking about me like in french and then like thinking i don't know what they're saying and then respond back to them randomly and they're like oh <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, so you just, like, giggle a lot, and I was like, yeah. yeah. You're like, that's just me. <laughs> yeah, that I was like, I, I was like, c'est moi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. But, uh, it's embarrassing that I can't really compute the words and speak them, but it's fine. No, you can. You really can. Yeah. I feel like it is mostly the confidence thing. Because you just don't want to be wrong. I'm, I feel like exactly. I'm the same way. And I'm a or perfectionist. sound American. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. The kids on my last day, they were like making fun of my accent before I left. And they're like, Bonjour, je m'appelle Rebecca. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I do not sound like Oh my like gosh. That. They were doing it out of love, obviously. But I was like, mm, You're like you guys, should hear how that you is sound. not what I sound like. <laughs> uh, hello. Uh, I am happy today. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not mean, so I wouldn't do that. <laughs> you could throw it right back, though. Yeah, no, they're cute. Oh, yeah. Was there anything challenging about being in France, like living there, working? Just you're living in a different country. I don't know. For those that might be debating it, thinking about it. LOL. Yeah. Or was it all sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns? No, definitely not all if sunshine, rainbows, unicorns. <laughs> I wish. I think it was really hard. Like, the French just love paperwork. They love to make things hard. They love, like, even if you could do something online, it's like, no, you have to fill out this paper and bring it into the office or, like, send it by mail or, like, I don't know. Everything is just so slow. And then you, like, call and no one will answer the phone Mm. and you're like... I really need to get this done. And for you, it's, like, really stressful. And for them, it's just, like, we'll just get it done on our own time. And so that was, like, stressful. But in particular, there's this thing called the CAF, which is, like, they give you money every month if you're poor (laughs) for your housing. (laughs) Because for those of you who don't know and are listening, like, I don't make that much off of being a teacher assistant, like... That was just, like, part of the experience. Like, I get a stipend. I get this great experience. But, like, that's it, you know? (laughs) Um, But anyway, they give you, like, a good chunk of money. And I think I get, like, two – or I was supposed to get 230 euros a month, which would pay for all of my housing, basically. That blows my mind. Because my housing's, like, 270 euros a month. I can't believe that. Yeah. (laughs) So even though it's still, like, nothing, like, yeah. 270 but, like, for me, with my salary, it's, like, mm, I really need that money. Yeah. And just now, when I'm leaving, they finally figured it out that I, <laughs> I finally don't have to pay rent this month, which is great. But also, it's, like, I wish I was having that before, but they take mm. so freaking long. Mm-hmm. That it's just crazy. But I am getting the money, which is also a good thing because it's, like, retroactive. Oh, good. But it's just, like, annoying because, like, when, you know, you have to, like, pay for the food on your table and for, like, traveling, it's, like, 
can I please have my yeah. money now? <laughs> when you have a life to live that requires money. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so that's been annoying. Um, making friends has been fine. Like in terms of like American friends, I would say it's a little bit harder to make like French friends. Um, but I think that's just how it is. Because it's, like, the language barrier and, like, I don't know. They already have, like, their groups of friends. So it's really hard to just, like, sneak in there. (laughs) But, yeah. Makes sense. What, like, this is a broad question, but what was one of your, like, biggest life lessons you learned while, like, living this chapter of your life? (laughs) That's crazy. Oh. You can pick a few. (laughs) I feel like... Yeah, I feel like I've learned so much. Like, I don't even know. I just feel, not to be like, it made me a different person, but I just feel very different than I was a year ago. Just, like, looking back, I'm like, I realize that I can be independent. Like, I've always been super independent, but, like, this is independent to a whole new Mm -hmm. level where you have to just, like, you know, I came here with a suitcase, didn't know anyone, foreign country, had to figure out, like, everything. Even grocery shopping was stressful at first. I was like, where is everything? Like, why does everything look different? So, like, that, like, independence of being, like, yeah, I can do things on my own and I'm fine with being by myself, I think, was a big one. What else? Mm. I don't know, this is kind of, like, a sad one, maybe, but just, like, there's certain people that are meant for your life in, like, certain seasons, I guess, and just, like, this season of my life sounds, like, cheesy, but, like, the people were brought here for, like, a reason and to, like, help me learn things the same way with the college and, like, that's kind of just life. You're going to, like, cycle in and out of, like, different people and, you know, the people who matter are going to stay, or even the people who don't stay will still matter in, like, some ways, you know? I don't know. I'm trying to put this eloquently, but no, I, it's just... No, <laughs> I completely get what you're saying. Yeah. It makes so much sense, and I fully believe that. Like, everyone in your life yeah. at that moment is meant to be there for some reason or another. Yeah. Maybe they'll stay, maybe they'll go, but, like, you kind of learn something from every relationship. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm, like, going to the point where it's, like, I'm having to say my goodbyes again, like, at my schools and to my friends, and it's just, like really sad to leave like this community that I'm finally feeling here but I'm like that's life you know like I did it with college I've survived I'm doing it now I survive I'll probably do it again in a few years and it's like doesn't make the people any less important like yeah so that one's kind of that makes me so sad because I have to do that soon too I know but you're so right that doesn't mean like (laughs) that doesn't mean like you lose contact or you lose no it's just that your life as you know it is different will be different. Yeah, things will change. And that's yeah. okay. Naomi and, and I, I learned that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Naomi and I had a whole talk about transitions, but yeah, if yeah. you guys haven't listened yes. to it, go listen now. Yeah, go listen to it. Because I, cause I was listening back to your vlogs and I was like, oh my God, Mary and I literally just talked about like exactly what you were talking about in our vlogs and this I'm, awkward, sad. I'm about to listen to those after this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that like awkward, sad moment, like that life transition where you're moving to somewhere new or doing something completely different. So I was like, literally, yes. Mm-hmm. Like everything that you're feeling is correct and valid and fair mm-hmm. and difficult. But 
You're s- then the next chapter starts. Yeah. New stories begin. New people come into your life. I don't know. It's it's sad, but it's also like exciting exactly. at the same yeah. time. Yeah. I don't. It's a weird. It's a weird. It's so moment. weird to feel <laughs> that mixed bag of emotions. I think is like. Because you're like, oh, like you just said, like, you're so right. Like, we've been through this before with whatever, leaving dance in high school to go to college and your family. That's, yeah, that was Leaving good, yeah. college, all of you guys, to go on our next chapters and we're miles and miles apart. But it's like, you will find a way to keep in contact with the people important to you. And even though you're living separate lives and things are different, like, it's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And there's still good things to come and still more people to meet so that's the good part about it but it's still sad wait so becca did you tell us did you tell us where we're where you're going to grad school i don't oh, oh i don't she think didn't. i did where are you going <laughs> i'm going to arcadia university which is like just outside of philly yeah that's so exciting have you been there before no i haven't oh, okay well if anyone <laughs> so has any nervous. suggestions and anyone's listening it's from philly because i've never been there mary have you been there to philly yeah Mm, I don't think so. Wait, uh, no. I've been in the airport plenty of times, but that doesn't really okay. count. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, oh, yeah. how fun, but I've never been there I do either, have so. I have a couple friends who went to college in Philly, though, so. That'll be fun. But that'll be so exciting. Why did you choose there? So ultimately, I didn't apply to that many schools, like maybe five, I don't know. Because I really wanted that, like, specific literacy studies program, and it yeah. was really hard to find, like, programs that was that specific, but also, like, you didn't need a prior teaching certificate, because, like, while I teach, I'm not mm. a certified teacher, and a lot of programs were like, you have to be a certified teacher, and I was like, but this is what I want to do, so, please, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want a different, I want my reading specialist certification, not my <laughs> teacher, you know, so, yeah. it was kind of like, narrowed it down to five and um I didn't get into one which was like fine (laughs) um and then the other ones were just so expensive um like ridiculously expensive I got my final like estimated cost for University of Pennsylvania it was a hundred thousand dollars for one year oh my god a hundred thousand dollars just for one year She's an Ivy League girl. (laughs) If I could afford it. Yeah, we're not on an Ivy League budget, though. Absolutely not. Uh -uh. Is it a two-year? Was it a two-year program? No, one year. And And I'm like, is it really that? Is it really worth that much more? No, nothing is worth that much. (laughs) No. No no school is worth that much. (laughs) Definitely not. And then Boston University... They actually just emailed me like yesterday and were like, congratulations, you got $29,000. And I was like, nice. Thanks for telling <laughs> me that. Like, <laughs> Would that have changed your after, mind though? No, I don't think so. Because okay. the program wasn't exactly what I wanted. Um, but it was just funny to me. I was like, wow, thanks for that. And I think it was yeah. still <laughs> more expensive than like Arcadia anyway. So, nah. Nope, you're cut. You're done. <laughs> yeah. These so big schools that cost so much money and then they give you like for some people I guess that might sound good, but when your school costs like sixty to a hundred thousand dollars a year, it's like thank you for my dollar and when I pay this back, like this that sure might have helped a little bit, but it's not like oh yes, yeah. okay, fantastic. Let me go there. Because they only do it for like one year or two, like some 
two-year programs will give you scholarship for your one year, and then who knows if you'll get it your second year, so. That was, like, when I was looking at, into undergrad at Butler, and they gave me, like, a fat scholarship, but, but I didn't realize the cost of tuition. I read it. I was like, wow, that is so much money. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's still, like, twice the price of everything else. That's so great. Not going to happen. <laughs> Like, thank yeah. you, but it's simply not enough. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So ultimately, it was like a financial decision, but also they have a really good program there, um, and I can do it part-time, so it's going to take me two years so I can work during, um, like, the normal hours and then go to class in the evening. So it'll be a lot, but, like, yeah, there's a lot of opportunities, especially in Philly, too, with, like, the type of population I want to work with. That'll be awesome. Yeah. That's perfect. So are you going to work to kind of pay your way through school or are you going to have to do the loans situation? I'll probably have to take out some loans, especially like the first semester, but I'm hoping that by second semester, at least second year, I'll be able to like pay for it. But right now I just need to like have to pay for my apartment Mm -hmm. and like possibly a car or something like that which is like crazy good you're out here adulting life is expensive I know (laughs) why (laughs) I literally hate it I know right (laughs) like have you thought about how we just like live our whole lives wanting to grow up when we're younger like and we just have no idea yeah absolutely not really absolutely not I don't know why we said those things when I I have kids I'm gonna be like shh no but that's what our parents say they're like don't be in a rush to grow up and I'm like yeah I want to do that I want to do this like yeah I just no (laughs) then real life it might be different though (laughs) yeah it might be different though if you're not struggling for money and taking out loans (laughs) and living a life that you really can't afford so maybe that's true maybe when we're in a spot where we have full-time jobs or like we have jobs that we love that get paid enough and we can do the things we love maybe it might be different we might be having a different conversation but right now yes I'm not like it's a little annoying. It's a little frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Can we it's go back to the barter system? Yeah. <laughs> that would be like, great. I want some help. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyways. Well, I'm really excited for you. I just can't wait Thank to you. see like where you end up and how it goes. Oh, I can't wait to see where you guys end up and how it goes. I always you get and me so both. excited. <laughs> you and me both. I have no idea. I can't wait to see that. Because I was talking to some, like a second year of my program, and she was, I don't know if she was asking me about jobs or whatever, or about my future. I was like, I don't know. And she's like, I have um, a job or whatever. I was like, great. I was like, that could happen. But I'm realizing that if I don't have a full-time job, here in the city of Denver I'm not living here because I, I literally cannot afford yeah. it so it's yeah. like that's a huge determinant I was thinking about that earlier because I have all these options in my mind but I was like I really need to make so much money yeah. just to live the bare minimum it's not so just depressing. a slap in the face when you're like oh my god yes. I can do so many things and then you're like wait actually I can't because I can't I to afford to shit. do those things. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, actually, yeah. is that going to be enough to live, pay rent, eat food, and pay my loans? 
no <laughs> conversation I had with myself so recently I was like oh my god I could do this I could do this it'll be so much fun I was like wait Naomi where are you gonna live how are you gonna feed yourself how are you gonna do all this you need an actual job I was like oh god this is difficult I know we'll it make sucks. it work we'll we'll make it work yeah mm-hmm. we'll yeah I was like calculating with my mom like how much I can like realistically pay on like a car and I was like okay so maybe I'll make this much in a year okay minus rent minus this minus this I was like okay and I have to eat so minus this and I was like well um (laughs) yeah that's not a lot to to do that I was like yeah you're right Uh you guys know a really stupid thing I did recently (laughs) I was emailing with the loans coordinator person at my school to tell them I'm, I don't want to take all the money you're giving me because I can't I don't need it all which is great but I really lowballed it I was like get rid of all of that I don't need that <laughs> <laughs> and they come back to me and they're like okay so you'll be receiving x amount and I was like uh wait <laughs> I was like hang on I didn't factor in tuition there <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's enough for me to live on. I didn't think about the fact that they have to take tuition out first. So I email him back. I'm like, actually, um, that's not going to work for me because I need to live. Oh, Mary. So I'm going to have to add, add that back on. I felt so stupid. I was like, just, just clarifying, is this the amount I get without tuition or with tuition? And he was like, they have to take it out first. And I was like, Dumb. why didn't I think of that? That's okay. I was like gonna leave myself pennies. Okay. We learn and we keep going. Yep. But we fixed it. it. We fixed yeah. it. Yeah, it's already right. fixable. Yeah, I have to gosh, I hate that. I need to figure things out in yeah. my life for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have one more question really quick because I guess we're running out of time. Becca, what is your ideal rich life look like in the future? Oh my gosh. My ideal rich life. Definitely, hmm, I don't really care a lot about, like, stuff. Like, I love to shop, but my ideal rich life would just be to, like, I can just travel, like, whenever I want, wherever I want, and not have to care about, like, oh, I have to take off time from work. Oh, I have to, like, pay this, and it's going to break the bank. I just want to travel. And, yeah, that's how my rich life would look. Yep. (laughs) I love that. Could not agree more. That's perfect. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Becca. This was phenomenal. Was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was so fun to catch up with you guys. No, I love I hearing everything. Seen you or heard from you in like ages. I know. Well, maybe I'm I'm going to see if I can finesse visiting you possibly. I hope so. No promises. Might be expensive. But but... I know that's what I'm worried about because I'm I'm leaving tomorrow for Amsterdam too. So I've been breaking I've been breaking the bank lately. <laughs> yeah, just break it a little more. For yeah, me. just it's kidding. Fine. No, <laughs> we'll see. Do anything we'll that see. makes it too hard, but <laughs> yeah, but Josie's but... coming, so I'm excited. I know it's gonna be so fun. That's so cute. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. Um. Stay tuned for next week's episode. 
Check out last week's episode if you haven't already. Again, follow us at underscore rich, not famous, underscore share with a friend, do all the things you do with the podcast. Becca, thank you for joining us again. We had so much fun. Yes. Um, but yeah, guys, we'll chat with you next week. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye.